This is Cultivate a Good Life, episode 40, Summer Bucket List for Mom with Ashley Reese. Hey, hey. Hey, hey. I'm get, I'm a little glassy-eyed right now, you guys. I have to be honest. Glassy-eyed? Yeah. I, you That's know not when a term you get I've heard. so hungry that you're like starting to have an out-of-body Ooh, experience? I made the mistake of rushing through my morning and having like the tiniest bite of breakfast, and now I'm starving. I'm sorry. Did you just call cornbread breakfast? Because <laughs> I know what well, you I wasn't going to tell them what I had. I may have had <laughs> like cornbread. a very small slice of cornbread from this delicious dinner we had last night. It's fine. It's fine. It's I'm just not starving. sustaining you. No, yeah, so we're So if hungry. you haven't had breakfast yet, my sweet <gasps> podcast friends, maybe just, you know, you can chew into your, or however you're listening, and I, we won't hear. So just go ahead and make sure you give yourself a delicious breakfast. Well, you have a snack for us too. Yes, please. The good news about us being so hungry is we're motivated to like get to the point here because I know, we are like really ready for lunch. We're, we're more hungry than we want to hear ourselves talk. It's true, actually. That's a good thing. Today's episode was recorded with Ashley Reeves. That's about, that's who you're about to hear from and about. And she is one of our very, very favorite people, one of your personal very favorite people on social media, like from the newness of getting into social media this past year. Yes, I would call her like really a social media influencer kind of pioneer. She is a brilliant businesswoman. Mm -hmm. She has an amazing platform that she has used to help so many people with body positivity. She is a mother. She is a fantastic woman. I look up to her so, so much. Yeah, she's really great. And she's just got the best heart as well. Mm -hmm. And so um, you guys know that we, that Becky and I feel very picky and particular about who we invite to have on the show. And Ashley is just no exception for these phenomenal women that come and and the one guy we have had so far. Chris, we love you. The one <laughs> Another dude. shout out to Chris. He's probably not the last dude that'll be on the show. But anyway, and speaking of being picky, I have a review to share with you that's been left on iTunes. You guys are really like making my heart puddle to the floor because and that sounded so weird. Puddle to the floor. I don't even... I literally had a visual. I had a visual <laughs> of your heart like liquefying oh out of your gosh. body. <laughs> so did I. That's why I'm like, what did I just say? I don't know how to say I that. I think what she's trying to say is that she has feelings that sometimes fall from her eyes in the form of tears when she reads these amazing podcast true. reviews. And truly, again, I'll tell you, we've said it a hundred times. We literally read every single podcast every review single that one. comes in. We absolutely love hearing your thoughts. And again, podcast reviews are how podcasts grow. We want this community that we have built that is so meaningful and so special to be shared with everyone. We want everyone to feel like they are part of our tribe. And so sharing our podcast, leaving reviews helps um, the podcast to be exposed to more people. And so anytime you are feeling any reaction to an episode, we would so appreciate you just taking a minute and leaving a review on iTunes for us. It really would mean a lot. And that's a perfect segue into the review that I randomly chose on iTunes because she talks about how picky she is. And we talk about how picky we are with the guests that we have on. The show. So anyway, this one's called The Best, all caps, and her name or her um, handle here is M 3 And she says, I will admit, I am a podcast snob. If it doesn't hold my interest or if it doesn't inspire me, I'm out. Time is so valuable to me and quiet time to listen or read is especially valuable. So I only listen to or read the very best of the best. This podcast not only holds my interest and inspires me, but it just keeps getting better and better. 
Every episode is fabulous and definitely worth my time. Thanks to the two Beckys for all of their hard work. Keep it up, ladies. Now my heart is puddling on the floor. <laughs> How? Seriously, that like, is so nice. Guys, That's so sweet of you. And thank you for feeling something and then doing, like, letting yes. us know. That seriously means so much to us. We pour so much of our heart into the content of this podcast and sharing with you. And it means so much to know that it means something in your life. And I also want to give a shout out to this person who left the review and every single one of you who are picky about your time. You should be. Totally. We are each responsible to be picky and particular with our time. If you haven't read Essentialism, we talk about it all the time because it's so like awesome. Like that's the point is you only should be making time and space in your life for the things that really, really matter. So if you are one that enjoys podcasts, which, hello, you're listening, so you must, we appreciate so much that we have made it on your list of, you know, probably a very short list if you listen to other podcasts of what you're willing to carve out the time to do and listen to. So thank you very, 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 very much. And even if you guys don't leave a podcast review on iTunes, just mentioning it to a friend, a coworker, a sister-in-law, just spread the word if you feel like Becky said, if you feel some sort of connection to what we've been sharing, that would mean so much to us. All right, before we dive in and get chatting with Ashley, here's a word from this week's sponsor. I recently just got a second Ryla pack and I knew how much time we would be spending together. So I decided to name her. Stop it. I Seriously. <laughs> I, I love these bags so much. I cannot understate how much Becky and I both love our Ryla packs. This minimalist diaper bag slash mommy backpack is keeping me organized and prepared for any situation that life can throw at me. I am now the mom who has just the right thing at just the right time. And it is all organized with my Ryla pack and the super cute and functional clear pouches they released earlier this year. The pouch set comes with three different size pouches, which are clear on one side. These are perfect for when a clear bag is required at a concert, sports game, or event, and absolutely a dream come true for day-to-day -day use. The pouches come with a cute leather wrist strap that can transform your pouch to a clutch if you want. Also important to note is that the largest pouch fits our simple notebook like they were made to go together. This seriously makes me so happy. Me too. So throw a couple of pins in there and it's all totally protected and ready for you to document your life on the go. We basically love every single thing about Ryla Pack, as you know. You can go to their website, rylapack.com and use code Becky15 to save 15% off your entire purchase, which of course you can use at any time, as many times as you want. Also check out their Instagram at Ryla Pack. Okay, welcome you guys to today's episode. Now you know that I have only really just recently dove, dived, divin, divin. What is the word? <laughs> Jumped in. Jumped in. Jumped into the what? Head first into the pool of social media. Mm. And I got to tell you, I've actually found that social media is a really amazing place where you can find really amazing people. And to today's guest is someone I totally met through social media. I didn't know her before this. And when I started becoming engaged in social media, I was totally drawn to her feed. And the things that she shares is just pure light and pure goodness. Welcome, Ashley. We're so excited. 
Thank to have you. you with us today. So much for having me. I'm so happy to be here. That was so nice of you to say. <laughs> it's the best thing ever. The fact that we can even meet people that we would have never otherwise yeah. connected with in some way. Yeah. Is amazing. It really you is. You and I actually met in person through a women's retreat of sorts yeah. a few years ago. Yeah. Um, but social media was the way that I was able to like Say I think that, that for me that was like a first impression of you. Yeah. But then it was the ability to be able to keep up yeah. and stay up on each other's lives through social media. Yeah. So it's just it's the so best. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that just goes to show that like you can absolutely make real connections on social media. Yeah. Like for sure you can. You totally can create the space you want to be in. Mm -hmm. I totally agree. Yep. Okay. So Ashley, for those of our listeners who are less familiar with you, why don't you go ahead and share what you're doing and where people can find you. And I know that you're multifaceted, so don't hold back. Yeah, like, like share, how much you want to hear? Seriously, like share we want all of it. I tend to overwhelm people, but <laughs> not us. Um, okay, so my name is Ashley Reeves. I run a social media platform called Ashley's Fresh Fix Online. Um, I have four kids. I have three boys and a little girl at the end. Um, we live in Utah. That sounds very definitive. Oh yeah. We're done. Okay. We're done. We've taken care of that. So, (laughs) (laughs) um, so yeah, my, I'm married to a really great man. He's a middle school principal. Oh, bless his heart. Um, And yeah, he does good work. He helps a lot of people. So, um, I run a couple different businesses online. So my main one is Ashley's Fresh Fix. It's a social media platform. I do a lot of marketing. I work with a lot of different brands and companies, just kind of showcasing cool products that I love. Um, I love talking. I definitely feel like I started off as a food blogger. That's the hat I wore. And for a while, right? Yeah, for quite a while. I would share recipes and I don't know, people evolve. I got really tired of sharing recipes all the time. And I started I started kind of Uh, leaning into this message because for a long time I wanted to share recipes and healthy recipes, but I felt like I didn't look the part Mm. and I felt like I didn't deserve to be online saying I was like a healthy food blogger because I'm a bit, you know, you can't stand a podcast, but like I'm a bigger girl. I'm six feet tall. Um, you're anyways, a babe. She's smoking you're hot. You're so nice. No, you guys, hot. she's literally smoking hot. <laughs> literally. Um, you're so nice. But I definitely, I think any w- woman has insecurities, right? And so I had those things that were limiting me and making me feel like I couldn't show up as my true self online. I I'm still so remember. Glad that, sorry to interrupt, yeah, but like, no, I'm fine. so glad that you've gotten to the point yeah. where you can retrospectively look back and go, I was holding myself back. Yeah, my, absolutely. My fears I was. and my thoughts were literally stopping me from pursuing things yeah, that I knew it I was, was capable of. All on me, yeah. for sure. Because I had people supporting me, but I just had this fake story in my head about how people would react. And I remember mm. the first time I posted a picture of myself on the internet because I'd been posting food for so long. I thought I'd figured it out. Like I could still have a little business online. I never even have to show my face. Like I thought and I'd really figured it out. The pictures. Yeah, that's interesting. Yep. And so um, I showed my face I actually showed my body I rem- it was like I got this burst of like I could do this I could show people like what it looks like to look like a regular person I guess totally and, um I took a picture and I posted it online and the response was so overwhelming like positive and it basically was a post about I don't feel like I look a certain way you might follow a lot of people for like healthy recipes or whatever that look differently than me but this is what I look like and I just want to show you guys so so um, those were the words with the picture. It wasn't just like, yeah. hey guys, whatever. You like made no, a point I had, to sell I made that a point out. of saying this is really hard for me to post this picture okay. because and I don't remember it's been 4 years, but it was along the lines of 
this is making me really nervous. I kind of want to throw up, but I want to show you guys like this is me trying my best and this is me working hard to like look very average. <laughs> and so anyways, um, I posted that picture and I had a really great response. I actually had good morning America reach out to me and they came oh um, my gosh. and they spotlighted our family just on like how we feed our family healthy. From that post? Yeah. Dude, it was you're cool. like, never again will I hold back. Yeah, no, it, it was awesome. all these opportunities awesome. opened up for you. Yeah. Because and you all were willing these to put people, yourself up there. Yeah, all these people, they saw like themselves in me, right? Totally. And there's absolutely such a beautiful place online for people who are like the CrossFit, the people who work out crazy. Like there's a lot of p- value in those kind of people. But there is also a lot of people who do it differently, like how I do it. Mm-hmm. And so I was able to find those people. And I feel like over the years, I've grown this really awesome audience. And my message has totally shifted. I still love sharing recipes occasionally, but I way more prefer talking about like loving yourself as you are um, and a lot of body positive messaging because it's the work that I do every single day in my head, like Mm -hmm. trying to remind myself what really matters and what's important um, and and loving my body. I'll go ahead and interject there that when we first, when Becky and I and Ashley, the three of us like connected in person, we were all at a con- at Pinner's conference mm-hmm. in California and Becky and I went to Ashley's class. We knew that that was her message. We follow her online, but your class, your in-person class and um, presentation in that venue was about this body positivity, which is of course a buzzword we all hear yeah. about, but I want you to know that we were both so deeply touched by actually listening to you spell out these thoughts and share these stories and experiences and actionable takeaways and things like that, that we looked at each other and knew immediately that's what we wanted to have you come talk about on the podcast. Yeah. Now, having said that, that's not, you guys know because of the title of this episode, but that's not what we're having Ashley talk about because she speaks so much about it. And we have another mutual friend, Corinne, mm-hmm. who has a podcast called um, Mint Arrow Messages. Mint Arrow Messages, yeah. another really fantastic podcast. So, what we would do is just encourage you guys to check that out because Ashley was just on. And in fact, it's called Bos- Body Positivity with Ashley Reeves Paradigm Shifts about the Body Positivity Movement. And that was aired on May 20th. Mm-hmm. And again, the name of that podcast is Mint Arrow Messages. So we're yeah. going to link it in the show notes. But please make sure that you check that out because we intentionally chose not to have Ashley talk about that because literally what she would have shared is exactly the message that she shared at Pinners that we heard and that is on the Mint Arrow Messages podcast so please go listen to it because it could change it was a really beautiful interview I loved like I loved Corinne's the things that she shared too it was really great yeah it's a it's a message that's very important even if you don't think that you struggle with body image or body you know negativity Mm -hmm. Um, most of us listening and participating in this conversation are mothers yeah and there's some really important insights that we need to understand as mothers yeah as well I think what's really interesting about that too is you talk about it from a business standpoint but really your business really opened up when you took that moment and like just were so vulnerable right and shared like your truth and shared your heart and I feel like we talk about this all the time about fitting ourselves, like fitting ourselves into boxes. Mm -hmm. Like I think in life, in relationships and also in business, people don't respond when they recognize someone trying to like fit into a box. Right. Yeah. Like there's all these markets out there. Like you were talking about CrossFit and, and whatever, but when you truly like know who you are and offer what you uniquely have to offer, I swear that is what people, that's what draws people to you in every aspect of your life is the vulnerability and about that real, the real sharing that happens. Mm -hmm. And I just think that's so interesting because business really follows along right with that. Yeah. 
And yeah. that's what you have found, right? Yeah, absolutely. So we so kind of cut you been, off in that like chronology oh, no, of a story. No, it's but... been really cool to like, as it's developed over the years, I feel really rock solid in the kind of messaging I want to share and the things I want to talk about. And I, I'm fortunate right now that it's something that's resonating with people really well. And I think that's, you know, from a business perspective, I think that's how you kind of know you found the thing you're supposed to be talking about mm-hmm. is when it's something that you, finding that like happy medium where it's something you love to share. Mm-hmm. Like recipes were not... Like, it was fun. I was trying to create value for people. But um, finding that thing you love to share that people really love to hear, just finding that sweet spot. Yeah. Um, And it takes a little bit of time to figure out. But I feel like I've definitely found it. And I'm really, like motivated and that's so I cool don't know. yeah it's really and great. you also you found it but you also know the evolution is exactly what happens yeah and so you probably while you found it you're also open-minded about how it could go from here and who knows what that looks like in six months or oh, two totally. years right? i absolutely know it'll change yeah yeah which sure. is really really cool yeah so then um tell us about the app tell so us about i have um one of i run a couple of different projects. So I have an app called Favor Eats and it's, I mean, it's, I say it's a meal planning app, but it's so much more than that. It's like a social media app basically where you can follow people and their meal plans and food recipes, whatnot. Um, but it's really cool. It's one of the fastest growing food apps on iTunes right now. We That's just released amazing. Android this week. Oh my gosh. Um, it basically takes the whole meal planning process. It makes it so easy because you can, it's kind of like a mini Pinterest and that you can import recipes from anywhere online and it will put it into your collections for you. And then you can either for select for it to do a custom meal plan for you just based on your activity. It'll build a meal plan for you, or you can customize a meal plan. It auto populates a shopping list for you. The shopping list will send directly to a one click grocery store. Like you can pick which one it goes to. That will wait. Hold. In a I gotta stop you there. It's not there yet, so I don't want to get your hopes up. But I am going okay. to like. Do you understand what she just said? I. I really you can do. connect your app in a few weeks. Yeah. Well, by so maybe by the time app, this airs. Yeah. Yeah. Um. If the developers can hurry. So right. <laughs> tell me about it. Right? Your <laughs> auto populated grocery list, based off of all the things you put into the app, will automatically send to ClickList. Yes. So you don't have to build Whoa. a grocery list. It'll send for that you. Clicklist is the automatic grocery service. Yeah. Oh, wow. So I think it just changed Becky's life. It <laughs> really, it changes everyone's lives that you Wow. It. I'm it's not free. a crier, but I may it's cry. That is like the greatest <laughs> thing I've ever heard. So I, I'm going to admit to you that I'm not an app user yet. Yeah. But it's okay. It's okay. Maybe you don't use the Project Life app yet either. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right? it's, okay. So it's okay. Yeah. And I don't have an app, so it's fine. <laughs> it's totally fine. <laughs> now, having said that. The way that you just described all of that, mm-hmm. I just don't think that there's actually like a, a question in my mind that Becky and I are both going to download it yeah. and start using it. And we'll yeah. be able to share about that as we have experience with yeah. it. So it's I really, cannot even wait. It's been like, I mean, you know, apps are, apps oh are, my goodness, they're yes, so hard, but it's been like over two and a half years we've been working on it and we're finally like rolling with it. But it's really, it's been an exciting project to be part of. I work with a team of people and they're all really wonderful. Um, so yeah, that's one project. That's so cool. I have digital courses I sell online. What are your courses about? So I have a body positivity course called 10 Days to Better Body Love. Um, I also have an iFoodography course that, where I teach people how to take, you know, better food photos, like uh-huh. food styling and how to work with brands. Um, so is that more business oriented? Yeah, that's definitely like okay. a business oriented course. In case course. those of you who are listening are like, why do I need to take better pictures of your Yeah, food? that's just, it's yeah. teaching like how the business of working with brands and how to like that's pitch them cool. and whatnot. And, and you should know about Ashley if you don't already that like she's a really, really smart business woman. And so that's kind of the context of something like that. Yeah. So you take something like Better Body Love, yeah. which you're, you know, kind of your everyday person would be like, oh, that sounds like something I should, yes. you know, but then you also have 
you're so business oriented and minded and also just a really fantastic human being in yeah. general. But also that business side of you is, it's part of who you are and it's, it's part of your yeah. brand. And so you aren't holding back on that aspect either. So I yeah. love that that iPhoneography class is based in business. Yeah, yeah I love totally. that. So I do that. And then I also do brand consulting and coaching with my friend Allison and Allison's Brand School. And yeah, that's pretty much it. <laughs> that's so, it. Uh, just an app off. and multiple courses and social media <laughs> platform. You know what's kind of fun is just you mentioning Brand School. At the time of recording this, we're a couple of weeks away from Becky and I attending that very Brand School. Yeah. And so this will have aired probably um, ooh, right really around close the same to time. it. Yeah. Yes. So either way, whenever this drops, just know that we will have either just gone there or we're, we're about, about to go to. there and you're definitely going to hear us talk about it. So yeah. we're super excited about that. Oh, it's well, so you wear many, many hats, which is amazing. Yeah. I love that. And I love that you don't hold back mm-hmm. in sharing. And I love that you've really been able to pinpoint what's important to you and then yeah. share that with the world. That's yeah. what I think that's what we aim to do as well. And I just commend you for doing all that. Thank so you. the message that you have to share with us the reason why it resonated so much with us is because we are now upon summer. Everyone mm-hmm. gets out of school at different times, right? If yeah. you have kids that are in school. But I I saw you post about this on Instagram and it said summer bucket list, right? And mm-hmm. it's but it specifically was for for moms. That's yeah. what like really caught my attention because I'm like, oh my gosh, I really hadn't thought about my own personal bucket list. Yeah. Because Right now, there's just a little bit of like, we're in the middle of a move and we're in the middle of a transition with our business. And there's so many things that I'm like, ooh, wait, have I taken a moment to be intentional about what this summer looks like for me as an individual and also me as a mother? So we, you know, that's what we chose to have you talk about. And I know everyone listening is excited to hear you expand upon those thoughts. So where would you like to kick this off? So basically, I was sitting down with my kids and we were making a little bucket list. And, you know, I have four kids that are all very opinionated and they went off on all the things they wanted to do and all the goals they had. And we came up with this like exhaustingly long list. And we'll be lucky if we get to even a quarter of them. I don't ever I don't ever (laughs) assume we'll do every single one. But I just was like, oh, this is going to be a crazy summer. But, you know, um, I'm excited about it. But after that same night, I was just kind of like, oh, but what do I want for me? Because I think as mm. moms, sometimes we, especially during the summer, because our kids are there all the time, we just pour everything into them, which I don't regret at all. And of course, I love spending time with them. But also just being aware that you need to take care of yourself too and having things that matter to you. So for my own, I was like, oh, let's make my own bucket list. Like what are the things I want to focus on this summer? Did you do this just with yourself for yourself? Yeah. Okay. It wasn't like a conversation you were having vocally with the kids. No, this was okay. just for me, cool. like literally Good. laying in my bed, like my husband was asleep, the light of my phone, I was like typing it up. Like what are the things that <laughs> matter to me? Mm-hmm. Um, but I do think it's important. And I've noticed the older my kids get, and I You know, I think there's different phases of motherhood, but my kids are trying to get a little bit more independent. My youngest is almost four, and I just don't find myself as, I don't know, overwhelmed at home as I have been in the last decade, I guess, where I've just always felt like I was just trying to keep my head above water. But um, I have been carving out time for myself and just kind of focusing on myself because for me, I feel like when I do that, I can show up as a better mom. I can do better in my business when I'm just really taking care of my own mental and emotional well-being. It's so true. And so, yeah, that's kind of that's how I approach this That's not just like list. a buzz phrase. That's not yeah. just a notion or a good thought. Mm-mm. That is truth. If you neglect taking care of yourself, it's really hard to yeah. show up in those other areas of, li- of your totally. life that are so important to you. And yeah. there's some myth, you know, kind of going around that we all probably have in our heads to some degree that – 
when we give everything we have to our kids, that that's like a really noble effort. Like it's a really noble sacrifice. Mm -hmm. And there is a way to give everything you have to your kids and also maintain yourself in the process. I love that your bucket list um, deals with moms because this is something I've been thinking so much about. We are actually in week three of summer in Arizona. Our kids have been out. So the first week is always so fun. And then by week three, I'm like, okay, we're going to readjust here. We're going to, you know, take all the things that we kind of made as our structure for the beginning of the summer. And actually this summer, typically I have a pretty structured summer for my kids. We do a swim team to get them up and moving and they have chores Mm -hmm. and we, and structure has kind of been our friend Mm -hmm. to keep us all moving as a, as a family. And this year we have decided to do like no structure, which I've never done before. Mm -hmm. And um, so there's been a little, uh, a little bit of an adjustment, but the thing that's totally been on my mind is because those first two weeks, um, I'm not doing a diet. I'm not a dieter at all, but I'm really being mindful about post-cancer, what I eat and how I treat my body. And I was finding we were having a lot of fun, but I was letting some things slip with myself, like just a few too many treats. And it was all about fun and that was great and we were connecting. But then I also noticed with my kids when it was all about just the fun, um, their bodies, I don't think were feeling super good. Like it was over, almost like we had too much fun, right? Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. and so I've been thinking the thing that keeps running through my head is, Mama, don't forget about yourself. Like, I can't, because it's summertime, create these fun, awesome experiences for my kids at the cost of like not taking care of myself. Because yeah. when I'm not eating right, when I'm not working out, which is things I would normally do when my kids are at school, mm-hmm. if I'm not doing that, I don't feel good and I'm not showing up the way that I need to be for my kids. And so I just love that take on like the mama summer bucket list. Yeah. So how do you want to kick that off? What are are some actionable things? We can just get right into it. So the first thing on my list was assume the good, doubt the bad. And this is where this honestly applies to everyone and everything. And I remind myself this a lot. Like when my kids are acting out, sometimes I want to take it personally. Like, why do they hate me? Why would they leave their socks all over the floor? (laughs) Like you tend to like take it personal, but just be like, okay, Maybe there's a chance they were just really excited and they were running in between friends and they just threw their socks on the floor and then ran upstairs. Like, because most often I believe people are not doing things to intentionally hurt us of or bother course. us or irritate us. Yeah. But just reminding, like, assume the good, assume the good. And I do this with my husband. I do this with my coworkers. Like, if there's something that rubs me the wrong way, just being like, okay, did they actually mean to offend me or not? And I think just constantly checking myself when there are situations like, just because I want to be in a good mood in the summer, I want to enjoy it. And so just really thinking when there is something that isn't, you know, that I'm just kind of like hitting a wall with like, okay, well, did they actually mean to hurt me? And in most cases, just assume the good. Someone cuts you off. Maybe the wife is in labor and they need to hurry right. to the hospital. Like who knows what's going on, you know, I worst thought, case yeah, scenario, ahead. like I assume the good and maybe they really did mean it bad, but I get to think it was great. Exactly. Right. That thought serves <laughs> you so go. much better, right? Yeah. That thought does serve you better. Yeah. And I love that, you know, when you, it's a bucket list, right? So we're talking about mm-hmm. like a list of tangible things here. In fact, yeah. I think you have 10. Uh-huh. Um, I love that the first one is based on your mental yeah your mindset yeah your Mm -hmm. mindset like it's just a very like that that is so smart to like put that at the top of your personal bucket list Mm -hmm. for the summer because that's setting the tone for the way that you're gonna have that outlook on everything else yeah I love that I love that um, the second one that I put on the list was love who you are today and so I think about 
as moms, the summer is kind of a vulnerable time for us because we are off our routines. We aren't getting as much time to ourselves as maybe we're used to getting. And we're being put in situations where we're, you know, there's lots of barbecues, there's lots of social events, there's lots of pool things. And I think we can get overwhelmed and we can start to feel insecure. We may have to see people we haven't seen in a while. I feel like lots of family reunions are during the summer. Um, For me, especially in years past, summers have been hard because anything that involves a swimsuit, I'm like, nope, I don't want to go. I don't want to see people. Mm. Um, So this one I put just as a reminder, because if I love where I'm at today and I just appreciate my body and be grateful for it, no matter what it looks like, even if I didn't get like the goal that I wanted to be at by summer, which whoever does, like we're always all trying to just do our best, you know, Um, but just really embracing that this is a summer. There's that genius marketing campaign. I don't even know whose it is. Maybe it's not that genius, but there is a marketing campaign out there that 18 summers. <laughs> oh, have I you guys seen that, that one? Uh-uh. I it's have a, seen that it's one. It's a TV commercial and it basically is like you have 18 summers with your kids. That's it. I could yeah, cry even by night number. I know. And really like that's a short amount of time. My oldest, I only have six left with him. And so it's just crazy <sighs> to think like how fast that goes. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to be the mom because I have been this mom for sure. I've turned down like swimming dates or park things just because I don't want to be out in a swimsuit in public. And so like, we're just going to stay home and my kids can play the sprinklers in the backyard. Mm. Why not just, there's only 18 summers or less, 18 if we're lucky, if we're just starting. Right. <laughs> but right. um, why not just put on the swimsuit, go have fun with your family, make memories, um, I think one thing that's been good for me to realize is like memories will be made whether I'm there or not. And do I want to be a part of them or not? Like their right. life will go on. Like the kids are going to have fun. They're going to want to go do things. And do I want to be stuck on the sidelines or at home um, and not being there and involved? And so I just choose like, okay, no matter what my body looks like right now, even if I don't look like everyone else that I see, I can just appreciate that like right now I'm breathing. I mean, my goodness, with your cancer experience, like you just have to be so grateful that right that you have right? this summer right now. That I have a body that's functioning. And I yeah. will also add that like it was such a game changer for me because I, t- I totally feel so passionately about like just putting the swimsuit on. I've like in my life made that had to talk myself off the ledge and made sure that I did that even when I was uncomfortable just because I never wanted to to miss those things like you were saying is it seriously nobody cares nobody we think all the time like everyone's staring at me and judging me like I don't know very many people that go to the pool and like just stare at other moms and judge their bodies and if they do I don't want to be their friend exactly like I mean seriously I think we we think people are so concerned about us when really no one no one cares they're probably most of the time they're worried about themselves exactly everyone's like like, don't look at me don't look at me like yes yeah so definitely you just bear that beautiful bod of yours in the bathing suit and do a cannonball with your kids do the cannonball for real yeah. i just think it's so funny what thoughts we put in our head yeah it really is like really odd yeah it's and it's we really do put too much thought into thinking that other people actually think about yeah. us you know and that's I mean? not yeah it's it's not i choose to think people look at me in a bathing suit and think mm-hmm. dang mm-hmm. she's got it going on <laughs> that's what i that's my choice that's yeah, my thought that's choice. Exactly. well the thing is you can literally put that thought in your head yeah I'll, and i'll validate it i'll back it up back thank you, you. Look yeah. great okay what's okay next? so the next thing i have on my list is doing something you love every day so this can be really small like for me i really 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 enjoy listening to podcasts yeah. or listening to something so um in the summer it looks different maybe i'm multitasking and listening to something while i'm driving with my kids because they're so loud like that's the hardest part about summer for me is <laughs> driving anywhere like all the noise behind me oh wow so i just put in my the AirPods sensory overload just listen to my stuff but 
whatever it is for you. And it doesn't have to be some big, huge thing. Maybe it's like taking a shower uninterrupted for five minutes or whatever it is, but something that you love every day. That's like a pretty simple one, right? I I would add that I think that some people need to take a moment to think about what they really love. Absolutely. Because as moms, we do get very caught up in the service of our children Uh that sometimes if somebody were to catch me off guard and say, what do you love to do in your spare time? I'd be like, "Uh, um, I have sleep, maybe sleep. Hold on. Give me a minute. So maybe just mama, take a minute, just take a minute and, and process what Ashley's talking about. Like, what brings you joy? What's something that you love, mm-hmm. whether it's good for your mind, your body, or your spirit, or relationships, yeah. you know, going to lunch with friends, what, like whatever, taking a nap? Yeah. I mean, really. Exactly. Do you know what I love in the like. summer is, and it's not something, it's it's funny, I do it more in the summer when I'm busier than when the kids are in school, which makes no sense, but I get to read more in the summer yeah. because there's a lot of pool time, and I totally swim and play with my kids, mm. but they like to swim for like, you know. Yeah. 12 hours straight. (laughs) And so I get a lot of time to like to read, which is something I love doing. And I actually don't make enough time for it during the school year. Yeah. And Ashley, I'm imagining that you brought this tip up specifically because you feel like it's on your personal summer bucket list. But do you really feel like taking time every day really, really makes a difference for you? It makes a huge difference. I can tell the like the days I've carved out. Another thing that I really like doing is I do like 30 minutes of quiet time every day. Mm -hmm. And I I sometimes hate saying that because I feel like it's a luxury I can do now that I don't have a baby who's waking me up all night because I remember for so long when I would hear people be like, meditate. I'd be like, yeah, it would be nice. Right. (laughs) But, and so I'm not saying that has to be what everyone does, but right now, finally, after like a solid decade, I do feel like I have a little bit of time in the mornings to myself and I'm able to do that. But yeah, making, I think it's big to make a priority list. I can tell a huge difference when I just take that time um, to do things, do something for myself for sure. Yeah. Good. Good. Um, the next thing I have on my list is more time outside. And I just think we have the summer, we have the sun, it makes us feel better. But, and for me personally, I really like to get my kids outside first thing in the morning and then we're home in the afternoon. I'm like, let's be lazy all afternoon long. You guys can watch movies or whatever, but like when it's so hot outside, Mm -hmm. but in the morning, I feel like we can get to parks. We can go do, you know, swim dates. We can do lots of fun things. So I like to get out the door first thing in the morning. But, um, and then also I love being outside summer nights, like letting, I let my kids, my Mm. kids have no, no bedtime at summer. Like last night I even took a video of them that I sent to my family on Marco Polo of my kids at like 11 o'clock at night. They were all, my boys were all huddled around this like little Nintendo, this old Nintendo thing. My husband got them and I was like, this is so cute. Like, I just like that. Like summer nights are just fun, you know, and they stay up way too late, but they, but they have know, structure in the mornings, but the nights I'm like, stay up as late as you want, go to bed whenever. I don't really That's yeah. also such a personal preference too. Becky and I yeah. have talked about this on an earlier episode about how different we approach summers or have yeah. in the past approached mm-hmm. summers. But I like, we celebrate to each their own. Like you've really got to like think about that and just be intentional about it. So if you, yeah. if you want to throw structure out the window and have your kids up till whenever all the time great like own it do that like make those memories if structure is how you know that your family will thrive and yeah, how your totally. children will be the very best version of themselves don't look past that yeah and there's a balance I'm totally not saying you got to be at one no end yeah of the for extreme, for our you know. kids it's been like our mornings are pretty structured they have little mm-hmm. lists and chore things they do in the morning but then if they've done that then they kind of get the reward of like easygoing night yeah and so and it's something i mean i have boys they're motivated more by video games than 
anything else. Amen. And so yeah. I that is the sole purpose that in the we morning. have a Nintendo Switch is so yep. I can hold it as leverage. I mean, yep. I'll just say it right there. Yeah, that is the leverage. It works. It does. Right now, I'm just grateful that we have something that works. But yeah, I do want them to spend a lot of time outside. Um, another thing that I had on the list was showing up for what you value. And I think this also goes back to what Becky was saying about taking some time to figure out what that is. And for me this summer, it looked like I needed more. I, I've, I told you guys, I juggle a lot of work projects and when my kids were in school, I was working a lot, but was something that was really important to me in the summer is I didn't want to be working as much. So I worked really hard getting everything in order so I could only be working two days a week. My husband also figured out his schedule so he could be home one day a week. And I just really want during the summer for us to have more time together. And it took almost six months getting it set up. So I could only go into work two days during the summer, but that was something that I was valuing. Like, I just want to be home a little bit more during the summer. So, um, and it's different for every single person, but for me, I just realized that was something I could tell that my kids just needed more. I had traveled a lot in the last couple of months. I've been gone a lot and I just was like, we, we need some downtime. So, yeah. um, that was something that mattered for me for sure. That's awesome. Yeah. Yep. And the point is just to look inward and figure that out. Totally. Don't just think that these thoughts are going to magically show up out of nowhere. Yeah, no. Yeah, yeah. I had to like definitely sit down and look through it because I mean, it's tempting to keep working, right? Of course. I love what I do and I'm so like, it's so fun, but really just looking at what we need is like, okay, I'm going to need to do a lot of things to get this goal in place. But that's awesome. Um, the next thing on my list that I had was eyes up, not down. And this is a hundred percent for me, a screen time thing, because especially because of the work I do where a lot of it is on my phone, I just want to not be on my phone all the time. And it's really easy. I'm sure we've all fallen into the trap of like the scrolls and never ending. Mm -hmm. So it was just a reminder to myself to like, look up and not always be looking at my phone. Um, I have personally had a lot of success in like setting timers for myself in the settings on iPhones. Like I'll say, okay, I'll need this amount of time on Instagram. Um, and then it dings me every 15 minutes I go over. So it keeps running. Like, no, no, no. You really didn't. Yes. On that's the phone, cool. Right? That's really cool. I yeah. don't know if everybody knows exactly about that. So yeah. when you go into settings on your iPhone, you, you go to actually... settings and then you go to screen time. And then I think there's an app limits button and then you go into the yeah. apps you want to limit. Mm-hmm. And if you look at your screen time, you can see the ones you spend the most time on. So like for me, Instagram was by far the most, um, I spent a lot of time on Marco Polo. I don't feel as guilty about that. Cause I feel like it's usually, yeah. It's connection yeah. talking with people yeah um but it was a little eye-opening to be like oh that is that is on mm-hmm. a lot like I do have that going on so I love the eye-opening good. information yeah. that your phone can provide for you to make you go at first oh, I was gosh. like oh no right, but um right. I, I love that new setting mindful. we actually use that screen time setting um with our teenagers who have phones and we actually once a week we'll sit down and we go through like the hours they use and there mm-hmm. are um for my 12 year old he has limits on like games and you can even limit music and text and, and whatever you yeah. want to do it's so helpful I love that Apple did that but we also go through um, once once a week once every other week and we'll kind of like go through with him okay this is how much time you spent on this this is how much time you spent on that and it's kind of helping him learn to manage his time and make yeah. sure that he's like, doing it appropriately done with this right and we talk about like not having your phone be a default mode the thing I wanted to say too though is like you know social media for me too I try to I try to only go on three times a day and like make it intentional but mm-hmm. I also feel like with phones nowadays, we're banking, we're grocery, like I can grocery shop on my phone and do oh, my yeah, finances do so and do email and read books. And, and yeah. from my kids perspective, they just see me on their phone, mm-hmm. my phone. They don't know if I'm working or paying bills or they don't know what I'm doing. Yeah. And so I've had to be really careful about that because my daughter will say, mom, you're on your phone. And to her, 
I'm sure that always means I'm on social media. Mm -hmm. She doesn't get like, I can do a lot of other things on my phone, but I've had to really like stop doing that just because of the visual. Yeah. I've also heard it's good to tell your kids what you're doing. Like, Hey, I'm, I'm talking to my sister for a minute because I haven't talked to her for a while. Like that's Mm -hmm. why I'm on the phone or I need to get the groceries ordered because X, Y, and Z, or maybe even like I'm looking at Instagram for a few minutes, whatever it needs to be. Right. But telling your kids too, just so they know. So it's not just like you're zoned all the time. Yeah. I'll take that a step further. It's something that I've also done with that that idea because I've done that many times with my kids. I just yeah. want them to understand, um, not as a justification, but as an explanation. Like, I really – I don't want my face to be in the phone, but I, I want you to know that, like, this is what I'm doing. Yeah. But oftentimes, my teenagers, not so much because they're just not interested and they want to actually be on their phone. So let's just yeah. be honest. But I'll have crews sit with me. Like, if I'm editing pictures, for example, because I do that every single day. It takes yeah. a few minutes. and. If, if he's around when I'm doing it, I'm like, come here, buddy, snuggle up with me. Let's look at our pictures from today and we'll do it together yeah. so oh, that he's in that. participating in what the screen time is. And yeah. he sees that I love it so much. I don't love it more than him, but yeah. why don't you be a part of this with me and yeah. we'll edit pictures yeah. together. And I just think that that's also a way I that love we can that. approach it. My kids definitely love watching themselves back on like Insta stories or yeah. something like you want to Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Like, play it again, play it again. Do your kids come to you? Mine will come to me sometimes and be like, mom, you should do a story about this. Mom, yeah. that would be crew in my family yeah yes. mom do you want to do you want to take a picture or do a story about this oh i love that funny yes, kids because it's been 14 hours so yes I right. do yes um so the next thing i had on my list is just to say i love you more and just being more vocal about it like because my kids are around a lot and i think when you say it you feel it and they feel it and it's a really 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 simple thing to do like if you'll notice everything on my list is nothing to do with money since my kids probably like drowned our savings account or drained our savings account yeah (laughs) with everything that they wanted to do this summer but I'm like that's a really simple thing and just you know I've been listening to a lot of parenting podcasts and stuff and that positive affirmation is so important Mm -hmm. and so I just wrote it down for myself to just remember to be more vocal about it because of course I love them but like I want them to hear it as much as possible for sure I'm going to represent our listeners who are like wait parenting podcasts can you maybe mention a couple of them that are top of mind for you that are really great resources so I I guess there's not a specific parenting podcast, but okay. I listen to people talk about parenting. So like uh, Jody Moore actually has some really good episodes sure about parenting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Natalie Norton just did. Back mm-hmm. up, sorry. Jody oh, Moore's Jody podcast Moore. is called Better Than Better Happy. Than Happy. Okay. And she has a couple. If you scroll through hers, she had one that was, I think it was like, what is a good parent? And I love that one just about redefining what a good parent looks like That's to you. That's so awesome. Yeah. Um, Jody is just so She is phenomenal. She's phenomenal. And I then really, Natalie Norton's Natalie Norton um, has called Show, Show Up. up. Uh-huh. She just did one on raising a boys I have three boys and she does Mm -hmm. too so I was really of course drawn to that because she kind of I look at her and I'm like I want to have that kind of relationship with my kids she seems to have done it really right so um that was a fabulous podcast too um and I also listened to simply on purpose was Mm. on mint arrow again mint arrow messages she was on hers and I don't know if you guys follow Ralphie, um, she does this Instagram account called Simply on Purpose. I've definitely heard of it, but I'm not. You guys need to have her on. She's incredible. She great. um, Her Instagram is just parenting. Okay, and it's really, really phenomenal. And she's such a good, calm, like non-reactive. And her parenting stuff isn't like more, 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 more. It's like a lot of her parenting advice is just ignore. Like if it's a bad behavior, ignore it and walk away. If it gets bad enough, you might need to step in. But most kids' behaviors just work themselves out. And Mm -hmm. I just really, really love what she shares. So I've listened to some of hers. But yeah, I just feel like, and I have a son who struggles with ADHD. So I've listened to a few podcasts. I can't remember the name of them, but they were specifically on 
raising ADHD kids. Jody and- Moore actually has some some ADHD oh, episodes. We have listen. an ADHD episode. I'll ha- we want that's something else because you know my twelve year old also has ADHD and oh, he okay. is just like the best little advocate for it like he has really embraced like finding power in his ADHD like he truly feels like it's a superpower and so do I and Mm -hmm. it's been such a cool journey but there are so many great resources for ADHD and that totally is a topic I want to delve further into yeah it's it's really neat we'll make it happen mm-hmm. my son did a live with me once I don't it's okay if you don't oh, see no it. I, I totally it. saw it, it I totally so saw it fun. we had a lot of people ask questions and I was like this would be fun and he sat down with me and we just answered questions together it was really okay fun. maybe we cool. need to have you come back on because that was that was my hold up with the ADHD is I want I want to have the right people on who yeah who it's more experience based you know I what guess I, yeah it's definitely what I felt like because I would have people ask me but I didn't want to say anything like I'm not an expert I'm just like right to get through it like mm-hmm. but I would I do think there's so much value in just that experience and how people do it differently and how I'm not an expert but we're right. still raising a kid who's you know doing well um but yeah so yeah that's one thing just saying I love you more I think really helps my kids mm-hmm. that's awesome um the next thing on my list is slowing down which I think is so hard for me it is so hard for me too <laughs> but oh my goodness it's so important I had this quote that I heard and it has been in my head nonstop. And it was, if it costs you your piece, it's too expensive. Mm. And I just think I have this, my ideal life is peaceful, right? Like I just want like more flow. I just want things that aren't as chaotic all the time. And because of the nature of four kids and multiple businesses and just life in general, I do feel like I operate. Um, and sometimes I'll be like, Oh, I'm, I got this. Like I'm such a good multitasker, but really I think there's more power in just being peaceful and slowing down and focusing more, um, it's something I'm always trying to be better at. Never very, never, never very well at it, but I'm always trying to just slow down a little bit. And I think that was part of the thing with me trying to get down to just two days a week of work is like, okay, cause I am pretty good about when I'm home, I'm home and I'm at work, I'm at work. Um, but just trying to slow down a little bit more, focus a little bit more, um, get the priorities in check, like we talked about, and just trying to really like appreciate summer for what it is. I still like, I have never had when like the August, I feel like a lot of conversations I have in August when my friends like, I can't wait for my kids to get back. I can't wait, can't wait for them to get back. I really am like, I don't want them to go back. Yeah. (laughs) Like I like having them home. I like having them around. Um, and of course they get irritating because Every child does, right? But like, I, I do think that I just really love having them around and I just like the slow mornings and I like the nowhere to be and I like that they're all together. So, you know, the reason it's on your summer bucket list, Ashley, is because you felt like that was something that was a goal that you wanted to work toward as a conscious choice. And anyone who's heard our two part um, episodes that we had recently about my um, personal experience with anxiety and an anxiety yeah. attack. Becky and I discussed the difference between that was my body sending me a crazy obvious message mm-hmm. like hello, yeah. slow down. And what we talked about is the di- how that's different than us actually being in control of that choice. Yeah, And I wouldn't go back and change anything because of what I've learned. It's, mm-hmm. it's of such great worth to me personally. Mm-hmm. But when you're in a position where you have an opportunity to make that choice, to slow down, 
then you are the one in control. You yeah. are the one that's like actually able to slow things down. And, and to your point of the summer bucket list is like really slow down for yourself, slow down for your kids, slow down just to slow down. Because yeah. even though it feels instinctually hard to slow down, mm-hmm. I both of you, when you were saying, yeah, it's so hard for me to slow, I didn't even like chime in because that anxiety attack forced me into yeah. a season of I'm yeah. slowing down. Yeah. Because I if I don't, then I will I will be so sick yeah. or kill myself working for what? Yeah. At what price? At what price? Exactly. Right? And so I think that if you are in that position to be able to choose, make the choice. Yes. And summer's a great time to slow down. Yeah. Because your kids need and deserve you. Yeah. I love and that. And also for yourself. Yeah. yeah. I love that. Um the other thing that I put on my list was celebrate what's working. And I feel like, especially mm-hmm. as moms, we can be like, oh, I'm not doing this right. I'm not doing this right. Like this kid still has this issue. I still have this goal that I've been working toward for forever. That's not happening. And I think just having a mindset shift and just thinking, okay, but what's going right? Cause there are a lot of things that are going right. And I think we tend to focus because we are goal driven and because we want to, um, I think we all like as human beings, we long for more. Like we want to be sure. more, do more, whatnot. Abundance mentality, absolutely, and it's mm-hmm. such a beautiful thing. Like I love in that mindset, but also just kind of stopping and being okay. But what's working right now? Mm-hmm. And there is a lot. Like I would argue that no matter what anyone is going through, as hard as it may seem, I would bet they still have a lot of things that are going well for them. Right, and just trying to stay focused on okay what's working right now. There's a lot of things that I want to change, but what's working right now? I think that's really good. It goes back to intention. You Mm -hmm. have to stop and intentionally think about that because if you don't, then it's, it's going to be very easy, a very easy trap for a lot of us to fall into when things aren't going as well Mm -hmm. or not going according to plan. Yeah. We spiral into that thought, that negative thought pattern of nothing's working. Everything sucks right now. It's just too hard. Everything is just going down a different path than I wanted. Yeah. So I want to just emphasize with what you're saying that practicing gratitude Mm -hmm. is another way to put what you're saying, which is know what's working, celebrate what's working, honor that, acknowledge it and express gratitude for it, whatever that looks like for you. Yeah. I love that. I love that. The last thing I put on my list is compliment generously. So I like the idea of giving people compliments all the time, no matter what, whether it's my kids or my husband or the people I see at the grocery store, the people that I run into that I work with, like just giving compliments. I've noticed that when I do that more generously, I feel better about myself. You help people feel better. There's just better energy in every room. And more specifically, I try to compliment people on things that aren't based on their looks. And I, not that there's anything wrong with that, but I think that a lot of times my default would be like, oh, I love your shirt. It's so cute. Or your hair is so great. Mm-hmm. Like, it's an easy but default. Just, it's so easy and it still makes people feel good. But, you know, I try to think just a little step farther, like, hey, I loved when you shared this, how it made me feel. Or you've always been so good about like speaking about this kind of thing that's always helped me out, you know, just those kind of things where I love your perspective on this, just anything you can think of. Um, so with kids, sometimes it's like, I love how quietly you walk down the stairs or like yeah. anything <laughs> like that, trying to reinforce the behaviors you want to see again, but, um, just being open to compliment generously. And I think actually we think a lot of things that are positive mm-hmm. about other people, but we don't say them for whatever reason. And so I've tried to think sometimes, cause I'll, I'll, you know, see someone I haven't seen for a while, like, Oh, she's doing so good, blah, blah, blah. Like, mm-hmm. She has all this going for her, but I don't know why we hold ourselves back sometimes from saying it. I don't know Mm -hmm. if we want to, we don't want people to feel, it's not like, oh, I don't want them to get a big head or it's like, oh, I don't want them to know I'm like so involved in everything they do. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know why we get those blocks, but I'm aware of myself that like enough to know that like, 
I do think good things. Why can't I just say them? So I need to say more. I think our brains like just move so fast. And because I I feel the same way. And this is something we've talked about before as well is we have these thoughts. Um, Even even if you're at the grocery store um, and someone smiles at you and they just have a really pretty smile or just made you feel really good. And in my heart, I feel like, wow, that just that was so great that they did that. But then my our brains work so quickly we're just on to the next thought mm-hmm. right and that's then we're true. just on to the next thing it's not yeah that and unkind. so it's right yeah. yeah and so that's something i've really been working on the past year is when i see something in someone no matter what that something is yeah. and it touches me in some way to vocalize that because obviously it's going to bless their life but more than that the more that i vocalize it the more that i find my brain like i'm retraining my brain to be looking for these things in the world yeah. to be looking for the goodness and to be looking for um, the glass half full, right? Be looking mm-hmm. at the things that are awesome. Yeah. Quick that. story. We were at a restaurant recently, my family and the waiter had come up. She had ordered our, taken our order for drinks and things like that, waters and whatever. Cause it, you know, and, um, and as she was leaving, my daughter who's 13 said, by the way, she kind of reached out and touched her arm because she was starting to walk by. She's like, by the way, you are seriously so pretty. The girl, like this sweet waiter, lit up like a Christmas tree. Aww. Like her response to my daughter's compliment was yeah. so amazing. And and the point of bringing that up is because I went and used the restroom at some point during dinner and I ran into her and she's like, you have to know. And then she got welled up, like her eyes Aww. welled with tears. She's like, you don't even know what that meant to me. Yeah. That your daughter t- took that moment to share that with me because of the day that I've been having. Like, I've had such a hard day. Yeah. My point in sharing the story was not to be emotional. And my point in sharing the story is that I then went back to Claire and I said, Claire, the gift that you have for sharing freely your compliments is your gift. Yeah. Like that, you always hold on to that and yeah. never hold back because you cannot even imagine how much of an impact yeah. that is going to have on people's days. And so this story to me in my life is an example of sharing freely compliments mm-hmm. and validating when you see things oh, like that happening. Totally. And so it's almost like a full circle, like yeah. the world's a better place when we do that. Absolutely. Yeah. Right. Cause who, that. who benefited from that? Was it just the three of us? It wasn't because you mentioned energy, the yeah. whole energy mm-hmm. in our it family. Changes. It was awesome. Yeah. Right. We probably were That's bickering so... on the way there just cause That's you know, so we're yeah. a family. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm just it assuming. <laughs> so anyway, and I'm only emotional cause I'm so tired. <laughs> okay. okay. Becky, give me a look. I'm always emotional. <laughs> it's fine. It's, it's fine. okay. It's your gift. You need to embrace it. It is my yeah. gift. Thank you for that compliment. I felt it. I felt it sincerely. So did you get through the full list? Then? Yeah, that's oh my gosh. it. That is so a good. massive, like, game-changing way yeah. to look at a summer bucket list. Yeah. And it's been good for me. I mean, we're only, like, two weeks in the summer, but we're. it's been good for me to just kind of have that focus in the back of my mind and just have my priorities in check, you know? Absolutely. Yeah. Thank you very, very much. Thank I really you guys for having me. I love sharing. you both. Thanks Hang for out with coming. Like, how lucky am I? Right? <laughs> it's, we're lucky. It's a, it's a very mutual feeling. Well, you guys, make sure that you find Ashley on Instagram. That's I, Is that probably, like, your favorite That's place? That's the best. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Ashley's Fresh Fix. Yes. That's where you can find her on Instagram. Yep. And then is there anything else that we need to, like, let everyone know about where to – Oh, you know, your e-course, Better Body um, Love in 10 Days, or what's it called? Yeah, I have a uh, – video online course called better 10 days to better body love That's right. and it's a 10 day 10 minute a day video course on how to just take the steps necessary to have better po- better body positivity and just love yourself more i know you mentioned that at the beginning but i wanted to just kind of tie it yeah. by remi- reminding you about that because there is 
I think too much time wasted and how we feel about our bodies. Mm-hmm. And I just want you guys to listen to the stuff that Ashley shares yeah, because it changes your perspective and gives you a healthier outlook mm-hmm. on how we all should be thinking about yeah. our bodies. This amazing vessel, this amazing like thing that we have that allows us to do all of life. Exactly. Like, I want you guys to look at it in a more positive light. And Ashley's just the one to listen to. And summertime is perfect. Listen to the course, get in a bathing suit and do a cannonball with your kids. Yeah. That (laughs) is your takeaway. Don't wait to get in your bathing suit and do the cannonball until after you think you've figured it out. Yeah, no. Like, no, don't wait. Just change your perspective on how you look at yourself. Yeah. Anyway, thank you again, Ashley. Thank you guys so much for having me. Okay, everybody go make your summer bucket list, okay? We'll be with you next week. Bye-bye. Bye. Yes, keep talking. Let me look at your levels. Hello, hello. Tell me about your morning. My name is Ashley. This morning, Ooh, I woke up. My daughter sultry. had gotten Ooh. into my lipstick <gasps> all over her Please face. Please tell me you took a picture. Oh, no. It's absolutely what happened. I took a video. Oh, my oh, gosh. Her I looking like a clown. Oh, oh I love it. Oh, oh, I love it gosh. so much. At least she had it on her lips. Hello? Okay, talk to me. Hello? Tell Ashley something about your talk lipstick morning. Talk to me too. Do you have your superpower on your face? Are you talking about me? Yes. I need you. I yeah, need to hear course. your voice. Um. Yeah, I have my superpower on. I've got my sexy underpants, also known as lip gloss. Lip gloss. <laughs> yeah, I was super sad when I woke up today because I went to Madewell, which normally I'm not like dropping that kind of coin on jeans, mm-hmm. and I bought high waisted. Like the wide leg. They might be the ones I'm wearing at this right, very correct. moment. Correct. Becky's also bought them. Maybe try them on. Button fly, which I didn't think would look good. <laughs> and they kind of make my butt look big in a good way. And amazing. And I couldn't wear them today because I forgot Utah's cold. And I don't know why I don't ever remember this. Utah's not cold. Utah's cold today. I have one. I brought one light it's jacket been cold, for two weeks. Like for a couple of weeks. We had like a couple of days <sighs> it's where it's kind wasn't, of amazing though. But yeah. And now I had to wear a boring outfit. But Vans are also my secret power because. All I wear is jeans and t-shirts and bands. <laughs> That's my mom uniform.